Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 60 of Rise of the Star Lords. We've been away for a bit. Real life happened, <laughs> prevented it. Aggressively. Aggressively. Real life oh my aggressively God. happened. So much real life. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Real life just does not, did not want us to play for a few weeks. And by a few, I mean three. Uh, anyway, uh, if you'll recall, last time we played, they made it to a lower level of Jorgenfist, uh, and they met an elderly giant woman who proclaimed that if they were an enemy of Mokmirian, they were a friend of hers, and she led them to a side room that looked to be a temple of some sort or a shrine, and... As she stood there, ready to talk to them, the ghostly appearance of a male giant appeared behind her and rested his hand on her shoulder. Uh, that's where we last left off. And we do have an icebreaker this week. It is courtesy of the librarian that wants a confession. And it is, your character is now banned from the local library. What would be the reason for it? Nick and Lapis. Not Lapis. Nick and Lapis. That is right, because our viewers can't see it, but Nick is currently filling in two video screens. Uh, Nick and Lahan. Oh, I just, uh, on my end anyway, turned one of them off so I didn't have to see myself in reverse because it was, like, messing with my head. Um, Well, Lahan was obviously banned from the library in Sandpoint for a... trying to digitize everything and as Jet pointed out it's already digitized so um what did you do uh, well there were nanobots and the you know the house of blue stones just did not much appreciate it um when they started crawling out of the stacks uh to reorganize things Here's where we make up something ludicrous about Finn. Uh, <laughs> um, Finn like too much mustard in the library. Yeah, Finn is the reason there is a sign with a sandwich on it with a sla- a circle and a slash through it. Yeah, no sandwiches allowed in the library. Yeah. What about uh, Leif and Ava and a goblin? Oh well, I mean that's the reason she's not allowed in anymore. She saw some goblins in there. She thought they were plotting to destroy some books like goblins do, so she obviously, she took the initiative and uh, eliminated uh, the pest. The infestation, as it were. Uh, turns out that was just the janitor team and uh, she definitely is not allowed back in after that. Why aren't you allowed in this place? Oh, you know, murder. <laughs> why aren't you? Murder. The real question is, why isn't Ava in jail? Uh, because because we're in a (laughs) because we're in a backwater outlaw type town I I imagine it's fairly well established I think it's just that the law the the local law is terrified of it (laughs) that too justifiably so as everyone should be Uh, Tom and Jacinto why 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 is Jacinto banned from the library so, something about 
Jacinto and Artanya being in the library, and then uh, there was uh, Artanya sort of spun a web. This was back in Artanya's diminutive days. You know, he was a little spider. Um, but he spun a web that, for some reason, they couldn't get down. It just, like, anchored to uh, two different bookshelves to the point where it uh, pulled the two bookshelves down when they tried to you know, leverage the web off of the shelves. So, weird spider things. Nice, nice. That tracks. What about uh, Conrad and Gror? Alright, so some of y'all may be familiar with Gror and his propensity to eat anything and everything. Or rather, try to discover life, the universe, and everything through ingestation. Uh, this is not why he was banned from the library. He was banned from the library because um, he found reading not quite as enjoyable as doing loop-de-loops with jetpacks. And the librarians respectfully disagreed. Uh, there was a mutual agreement and he was unceremoniously never allowed to be back within the library. <laughs> So, in summary, librarians and jetpacks do not mix, alas. I don't know. I think he just didn't find know. the right library. Uh, he hasn't found one yet. You can try. You can try. Um, He's already got one hero story, he doesn't need a second. Uh, so, we are in a shrine. And there is an elderly giant woman standing before you. She has proclaimed herself your ally, provided you are Machmirian's enemy. How would you like to respond to this? Uh, well, that's that's good. Um, my name is Jacinto. What's your name? I am known as Kana the Wise. Ah. I was formerly an elder of Machmirian's tribe, but I am no longer. Hmm. So, if you're Machmirian's enemy, how do you find yourself on this ship? He seized control of the tribe, and his very first action was to bring me and my husband, the previous chieftain, to this shrine and... He murdered him, and as she says this, she kind of tries to rest her hand on the ghostly apparition's hand, and it, her hand just kind of goes through it. Ah. Asunta will uh, nod at the husband and say, uh, you know, if he if he notices, or rather, if he's able to uh, communicate with him, say, uh, and what is your name? The apparition just kind of stares. It's not... It's there, and it's kind of interacting with her in a very minimal fashion, but it does not seem to be, like, in the moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, not an active participant. That's fine. Um, so, Kana, uh, these are my friends. I'll let them introduce themselves if they wish. Um, we're here to stop Machmirian's uh, assault on this star system. Right, right, that's what we're doing. That, that's, that's what, what we're, we're doing. doing. <laughs> yeah, Tom said out of character. Um, 
Yes, we're here to stop Machnerian from assaulting our star system because we happen to uh, care about at least one of the planets or moons that exists here. So that's why we're here. What do you what do you think you could do to help this? I can't do much. Um, Machnerian may have tossed away a lot of tradition, but I won't abandon it. I have been deposed. I'm no longer an elder, so I can't directly interfere. Uh, I could maybe cast a few spells upon you, or I could give you information on the layout of this deck. Uh, but I, I can't fight, and if you do have to fight more giants, I would ask that you try to knock them unconscious. I understand if that's not possible. They are pretty fearsome combatants. Uh, Also, well, we haven't always had trouble pulling our punches. Uh, He (laughs) coughs a little bit, darts a glance at Ava. Um, But, you know, uh, we'll we'll try our best if they are... uh, You think they're being given, you know, bad information, they're under bad leadership, so... You know, can't really punish the employee for what the boss is telling them to do. Except for the fact that they're... No, you know what? War crimes are still war crimes. Yes, war crimes are still war crimes. But... We'll see what happens. They they are obligated to not participate. Oh my gosh, I can't believe the talking bear is telling you, like, military law here. (laughs) No, 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 no. Jacinto talked about That was the book that he ate in the library was something on military (laughs) law. (laughs) (laughs) Canon. (laughs) Article 142 says, oh my gosh. (laughs) I didn't even know I knew that word. Um, So... All right, you said you could give us the layout of this deck. Uh, what about forces, numbers, uh, people to watch out for, any spellcasters? Those are always good for me to know about. So, you, you, you did fight. Uh, I, I heard this, I witnessed it. Uh, you did fight our dinosaurs. Uh, very sad that they had to go. There is a general located on this deck. I, I think I saw you actually go into his room. He must be out and about moving around. Did you see us go into his room? Uh, there, she was, she, she was spying on you for a little bit and you went into the, the pit area and then off into that little side room where there were the pile of pelts and dwarf beards. The one oh, we set oh, on fire because it's gross. Yeah. yeah. You set it on fire. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, and I'd do it again. Uh, um. He's out and about somewhere, possibly with the pit guardians for relatively robust giants serving directly under Lockdarian. There's a little kobold running around down here. They tend to be south and west. They kind of have staked out a claim there. Uh, fiercely loyal to Machmirian, but it, the little bit I've overheard, it seems to be a purely monetary transaction. Hmm. Alright. 
got we we have there's a there's a there's a cook in the uh, the kitchen the big dining hall to the south of us right now and um, we have some ogres in our armory they're working on manufacturing and repairing weapons maintaining some some of the troops equipment There's also a, a uh, armor, a group that manufactures armor. They're also ogres. Stuff All right. that's too too menial for full full giants to do. She gets a little bit smug about that, but yeah, I mean she's still probably an evil giant. Um, uh, I mean she. Honestly, she's probably far more into the neutral spectrum. Uh, neutral evil. Yeah, but then there, then, then we get a little, the further east you go, it gets a little bit weirder. There, there is a giant by the name of Lokenseer. He has tattooed, and she kind of does the air quotes, magical runes to his hide. He does seem to have derived some abilities from them, but they look like nonsense to me. Uh, he is the one responsible for branding new recruits with that foul symbol that Machmirian has claimed. Uh, that seven-pointed star. The sign. Ah, the Sahedron Rune. That's what it's called. It's... It's an awful thing. It goes back to why am I might have drawn. Uh, I, I, I had to reread like this entire section earlier today. Um, <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Yeah. That ancient symbol goes all the way back to the ancient lords themselves. It's a foul thing. We we threw them off long ago, and it disheartens me that Machmirian is attempting to use it for his own. I suspect mm-hmm. he's. He's fallen under the influence of a, an evil spirit, one of the ancient lords themselves, Karzog. Oh no. That is bad. Karzog enslaved our people. We, we built this system up in its inf- infancy and eventually uh, when Nuthasalon started to crumble. We threw their yoke off, but they had done so very much damage to our people. We moved to the outskirts of the system, away from everyone. We weren't strong enough to hold what was rightfully ours. Hmm. Well, Karzog, the spirit of this Karzog is who you say was a rune lord? Uh, she referred to them as an ancient lord. But you have heard of Karzog and re- reference to being one of the, the, the ancient star lords. Okay. Sorry. Star lord, not rune lord. But I don't both. know where I got that term. Um, no idea. Yeah, that's, there's a gibberish right there, Tom. Although that does sound like it could be a cool adventure, probably. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so if this Karzog... 
is here in some sort of have you have you seen I, have you I, seen anything or you just heard rumors I, or what I do not think that Karzog is here but I think that he is Mokmirian's master And uh, in, in like a, a physical, like he's physically manifested or because I thought all the Star Lords had uh, had died. I, I don't know. I've heard him. Uh, well, there there is one thing you you have interrogated another prisoner uh, quite a while ago that did mention seeing a communication from Karzog, like a like a holographic recording of him. Okay. So. I thought that name sounded familiar. Yeah, uh, but she's like, I, she, she expresses, you know, she's like, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, you know, he's not here. I don't know if he's a physical being, an evil spirit, or what. But he should have been long gone, not no longer in the world. He should have died thousands of years ago. Um, and she will tell you there are another couple things of note on this floor. The entrance at the southeast that will take you down another level and lead you towards a, a, a library is guarded by some trolls. There are also a pair of Lamia priests to the east preaching their perverted rites to all that will listen. And, you know, she's sad to say that a lot of her have turned away from the ancestors and the bear, the, the bear spirits that they traditionally worship. And finally, those priests have managed to magically enslave a pair of dragons. Young though they might be, a pair of dragons. Uh, well, that's oh boy. <clears throat> I, I recommend there, there might be more conflicts if you go south and uh, then east to get around things uh, but you won't have to face Loken Seer, the Lamia priests or the dragons okay yeah I mean there's no real need to well where would be the best place to strike to Reduce Mogmurian's power. That's our true goal here. Well, is your goal to reduce his power, or is your goal to get through to him and remove him? Do you think that would work if we cut off the head of the snake? I think that's our best bet. None of the other giants are really as charismatic as him. I don't think they could hold together the fleet that you see holding station around Jorgen Fist. I think this whole thing would probably fall apart without Machmirian keeping everyone under his heel. Then what would be the best way to, to get to him? Uh, I think if you head south, go as far south as you can, and then head east. Um, that'll get you over towards the entrance to the, other, the lower level and towards the library, beyond which Machmirian spends a great deal of his time. Uh, again, you might run into more conflict that way, but it won't be Lokansir, the Lamia priests, or the dragons. I cannot stress enough, they are dragons. 
as as fun as it would be, I would love to see a dragon in person. Uh, I think Kana's got the right idea here. Um, Agreed. Okay. Uh, assuming Ava, uh, Grar, uh, you don't mind if we... You, you, you don't I have don't any mind. objections? I have no problems. Okay. None. It sounds like None. a solid plan. Um... Kana, you had mentioned uh, some spells that you might be able to cast on us. What uh, what kind of magic do you have? Uh, she's uh, basically just geared for some some healing, should that be necessary. But it, honestly, it looks like you're all good. Um, Hero Lab was being a butt when I was building Kana, and for some reason just denied me access to NPC spells. Uh, she's a, she's a, she's a mystic. She's a, she's probably an Akashic, re- the, the one with the connection to the Akashic record. Yeah. And she's, you know, she is fairly high level, so she would have access to some of the more potent healing spells. And if there's any buffs you can think of, uh, feel free to run them by me. She, she is a CR 14 NPC with the spellcaster template. Okay. Oh man, that's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, that's two levels higher than me. That means she has fifth level spells, which is pretty dope. Uh, I'll look for some buff spells while we uh, perhaps continue on. Yeah, she probably could get you know one fifth level spell off, and then you know some other more minor ones. Yeah. So, uh, resistant armor, perhaps? Or fluidity of form. So, uh. what, what might do you think you're, you, what might you do? Are you going to, as you said earlier, cut the head off? Yeah, we're pretty good at getting into places and uh, just sort of surgically cutting out the rot, if you will. We're like a strike team. Right, Ava? Ava has flashbacks to the time that they got the entire fortress of orcs pulled down on them. Oh, the half-ogres? Or the ogres? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one. Surgical strike. We we get in, we get out, we only hit what we want to hit. <laughs> yep. A surgical nuclear warhead. Yeah. Yes, exactly. that. Reduce really surgery with a shotgun, as it were. Attract a lot of attention, but definitely get results. The surgery was successful, but the patient died. Oh my god. I, uh, small thing, fluidity of form, because Nick suggested it. Uh, if you get additional legs, uh, good news, they've invented status bonuses in Starfinder. Uh, the one downside I can see about fluidity of form is this one round per level. That's true, that's not gonna last long at all. Yeah, that's true. So, um, uh, my choice is still resist the armor, because it's 10 minutes per level. Oh, that's really good. Um, resistant. What about resistant Aegis? Is that the? That's probably rounds per level. One minute per level. 
Is resistant armor, uh, what level is that? Conrad? It's four. Four. Okay, but that's one creature. Yeah, I mean, if she can cast a couple resistant armors on her friends, uh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, you're muted, Jet. So what exactly does resistant armor do? I am not 100% familiar with that spell. Uh, the spell functions as lesser resistant armor. Uh, yay, nested descriptions. Um, lesser resistant armor um, grants the target and its gear protection from your choice of either kinetic damage or energy damage. If you choose kinetic, the target and their gear gain DR5. Um, if you choose energy damage, pick for just straight up resistant armor, you get resist uh, against three energy types in both values for level four. Resistant armor are DR10 or energy resistance 10. Uh, yeah, she could probably cast two of those. That sounds fair. Um, I feel like kinetic... Armor, or sorry, kinetic damage onto the frontliners. Yeah. Yeah, because then I can just use a first level spell slot to give the missing frontliner uh, Deeprex Hardiness, which will do the same thing. Um, yeah. Cool. So, uh, we ask for protection. She. Pardon me. She nods and reaches into uh, a belt pouch and pulls out a, a uh, you know, she, she dips her finger into some sort of a, a paint of some sort. It smells unpleasant. It's just some sort of, you know, component. And you gesture to the two, com two combatants you would like this bestowed upon and she will she will draw some markings upon their their face and bestow resistant armor upon them. Uh, this begs the question of so, uh, yeah, uh, for Finn, since Lapis isn't here, uh, do we want to run Finn or do we want to just have Finn doing Finn things? I have deleted Finn off of the map for right now. You don't know what happened to Finn. You just now realized Finn's gone. Finn wandered away. This is the worst happened. time to get lost. You don't know what happened. <laughs> Finn, you just... Oh, oh, no. Oh, goodness. Where is Finn? All right. Well, uh, I... That makes it easy. I can't seem to telepathically communicate with him, which is weird. That usually, that usually works, but I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, if you send out a telepathic so. communication in Finn's direction, and it kind of feels like uh, water parting around a rock in a current, like it's, it's like sliding off of where his mind should be. Well, to the south then. Uh, Kana, you didn't see anything. Uh, so who are who? Who is getting it then? I just want this specified, and we should probably put a little uh, Our indicator on the tokens. Um, I would imagine our remaining two frontliners uh, that aren't Artanya, because okay. Artanya is like hardly a frontliner. 
Fair. I just didn't want to rule Artanya out. Of course. Artanya appreciates that. So, Rar, Ava. You have VR10 for two hours and 20 minutes. Um, and Kana will wish you well the whole while her husband is it doesn't matter what she's doing if she's bending over gesturing as long as she's in that room he's always at her shoulder with just like one hand just gently holding on to her shoulder his it seems like the entire focus of his being is just her that tracks can I like I don't know make a mysticism check to see what specific type of being he is or you know what kind of spirit uh, he he's a ghost and he's ba he's just he's unquiet because his wife is in extreme danger and the person that murdered him brutally is still alive you suspect if you kill mock Mirian, this spirit will probably be at peace um and you also, with your with your senses attuned to the Song of the Spheres, there's this undercurrent of danger coming from him that seems to be somewhat muted by a secondary melody that you suspect is coming from Kana. You suspect if you had come in this room without her calming influence, this could have gone an entirely different direction. Yeah. Okay. You'll notice this is you're in the bowels of this ship, full of giants and other creatures, and no one has ever come near this room the entire time you've been talking. Because it's haunted. Yeah, there was there, there was definitely a reason that she led you back here. She didn't even lock the door or anything like that. It just. Doors, because okay. you have an east and a west entrance. Uh, she will. Here, I'm gonna grab a token and drag it around so you can see some more. So look away for a second. Actually, no, I have all the tokens hidden, so you're fine. Rar's going on a little trip. Well, well, well. Very good. Very good. I think that I think that I have nope I missed something. Grar's going on another trip. <laughs> oh boy. So exciting. There you go. I have revealed the the rough outline of everything for you. Oh thank you. Much thanks. Now we have a layout. A map, one might even say. Um this she yeah she, she'll sketch it out in your on your data on her data pad and then she'll kind of swipe it over to you because her trying to draw on your data pad is ludicrous because she's like 15 feet tall um <laughs> you'll know this room it, she will she will mark as that's the mess hall the pit guardians will probably can usually be found there if they're not sleeping in their barracks uh, um, the, small note jet we can't see oh 
I can see that ping. I'm sorry. I just needed to yeah, zoom out. Please okay. continue. Yeah. Okay. So. It's a very large map. Yep. Mess hall. Uh, kitchen. Uh, larder, just off of the kitchen. Uh, and I am consulting a map because I didn't label these rooms because I'm a fool. Jack, uh, could you shift uh, shift click when you ping? Drag, yep, there we go. Drag us to your cursor. Yep. Thank you. Uh, that is that is what she is referring to as Anga's room. That is the little spicy kobold that has apparently claimed part of it and is working for Machmirian and is oddly loyal despite the relationship appearing to be purely transactional. Uh, this is where armor is being manufactured. This is where the weaponry is being manufactured. There should be... This is where the pit guardians will be sleeping if they're not eating. Trolls tend to hang out in this area right here. Down here is down to the lower level, the, what's referred to as the library level. This is the area that's been converting converted over to the to uh, for the Lamia priests. Uh, the dragons are kept here, and the uh, Loken seer the quote-unquote mystically tattooed giant uh, is spending time in this room and this is where new inductees into serving Mark Mirian are branded with the Sahedrin rune. Uh, you'll note that Kana does not seem to have the Sahedrin rune branded onto her flesh. Good, good. I mean, she can be trusted. Yeah, yeah. I thought about saying, "Hey, I roll sense motive," but I forgot. So <laughs> you have no, a very high passive time. sense motive. I think you're good, Tom. I do. So, it's to the point where I usually just tell you information because <laughs> <laughs> the roll is just not super necessary. Hmm. So well, how about? Shall we try to uh, be stealthy? Oh, sure. I can Once get again. on my spider boy. That's what we should have asked for. It's like mass invisibility or something. Uh, mystics don't have that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. And isn't the mass invisibility, isn't that just the sphere of invisibility? Or is there mass invisibility? I think that's Pathfinder 2, isn't it? Sphere of invisibility, is, invisibility sphere is Pathfinder 2. Ah, Medlon. Um, it is but, great. Yeah, uh... Mass invisibility is a thing, I want to say. Okay. It's, been, it's but, been a bit since I've actually looked at yeah. spells. You know maybe, not gonna lie. maybe Artanya. Nope. That's not my character's name. Maybe Jacinto should, like, take a dip into Technomancer so I could cast Technomancer spell gems and then I could cast invisibility. <laughs> yep, everybody gets invisibility except the Mystic. Yeah. Like and I you were like, so, I could, so I could supercharge weapon on Ava. <laughs> oh no. Ooh, oh, maybe, yeah. I won't dip maybe I won't dip Technomancer. Maybe I should. Anyway. Um, <laughs> things. Things and stuff. Anyway. So we're. Just tell me what you want to do. Make We'll make. We want to follow the path that she was talking about. 
the yeah, southwest. Yeah, let's uh, sure. Uh, let's try to maybe there, slip through the, the hallways here. You yeah, know, if, you, the if, you look, if you look at that map, there is a corridor that is adjacent to, but does not actually lead through the mess hall. If you're very sneaky, you might be able to just sneak right on by the mess hall. Yep, you're picking it correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sort of what I was thinking too. All right. May I? Wow, Ava. Um, Natty 20. Ava's so, so stealthy. And May I roll? Uh, well, first, let me check if our Tanya's modifier is right. Ava, Ava just slips right on out. She's going to scout ahead. Get ahead of the, the not as sneaky folks, I mean. Sure. Feel free to start moving Ava down that corridor. Okay. That's a-okay with me. I'm just going to make some rolls over here. Down this hallway? Uh, I think that was the plan, yes. Artania is almost as stealthy as Ava as he just like glides along the floor. Now, I want to ask you real quick, as you're sneaking down this hallway, you al almost all of you have invisibility options of some sort. Are any of you using them? Oh yeah, Lon will be invisible. Yes, Ava activates her um, her invisibility. And are you sneaking as a group, or are you going to be doing the dart around the corner, run down by yourself thing? I guess the latter. So bad stealth checks are mitigated. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, you have to move half. You can't actually run. You have well, to move half I, speed I when was you being dramatic, but you know what I mean. Like letting one person go and then being like, "It's all clear via cop via your tele." I was gonna say comms, but your telepathic bond. Um, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, let's do it. So, Leif aced it. Artanya aced it. Nick, you're invisible on Lahan's go. Uh, you accidentally maybe brush the door sensor or something, and a, a giant pops their head out and looks around, but you said you were going to be invisible. Um, yes, I did. Yep. So they hear you, and they look, but they don't see anything, and they're very hungry, so they close the door and they go back inside to eat. Yes! Good, good. Um, and I think that that's a long enough corridor. You probably should mark off a couple rounds on your invisibility because I know you have, what, 10 charges per day. And I know you've used a couple of them in previous fights. Uh, so, yeah. Man. Jacinto lucked out with that roll from Artanya. That was just so yeah. sneaky. Yeah, because Jacinto's not... But luckily, he sits on top of a spider who is. Yes. Uh, after everyone else has gone by, Grar, it's your turn. <laughs> Grar just, like, clamps uh, clamps some things down the hallway after everyone. Uh, yeah, you are. That's a are surprisingly you... good roll, but still. Are you doing any sort of invisibility? I can't. Okay. Um... I'm supposed to be here. I, I understand this. So a giant here. will pop, pop, pop their oh, head could, out. Could he bluff you... that he is a bear who is supposed to be there? That's what I was actually going to ask. Do you want to try and bluff this giant? Yes. Why not? Because they have bears as pets, and you are the same exact no, that, size. I know that that is my plan A. There is no plan B. Plan B is murder. So let's hope plan A works for everyone's benefit. My Just... bluff modifier is a zero. 
plop down like a like a cute puppy. My sense motive is a plus three. I'll have you oh, know no. you succeeded. Oh my goodness. I rolled a natural one to sense the motive on this bear to pretend to <laughs> to detect if it's pretending to be a bear. And when you're I'm gonna bear. gonna like go pee in a corner and the guy's gonna be like, no shoot, bad bear. I'm gonna look okay, fine, I'll walk away. You know like how the how the bears look when you, you scare them away, they're like, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh shucks, you caught me. I guess I'll go away now. And what are you for, a black for bear? Anyone, for anyone watching or listening, I don't care if you think this is silly, I love the idea of Grar just being a bear with some random bits added on and the fact that he can just bluff these giants. I love it. Yep. So you all get down to this corner here. I'm going to shift click in one moment. There we go. You can move your tokens down there. Uh, and you tell me what you want to do in this hallway. Uh, there are closed off rooms. Uh, and I'm... I would say one more round of stealth checks to make it past this corner, uh, but just the the next two rooms, those are actually machine shops of a sort. They're going to be noisy. You're probably going to be able to walk right by those, but this room here is Anga's room, and there's a chance that she might hear you. Let's do it. Uh oh. Ava, Ava says, over, over, uh, our, our telepathic connection. Uh, Lahan, would you be a deer and just jam her door as we, as we pass it? You go ahead and you go first. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Uh, would you like me to roll the sneak up to the door, Jet? Uh, yes. <laughs> All right, I sneak up to the door. Oh no! Do we have any uh, rerolls in the queue? You do have one uh, reroll. Um, we do. This would be a good time to use it. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use it right now. Um, this is I, from. I know Steve. you rolled for Artanya already, but I think, I think with Ava's suggestion to lock the door, I think Lahan was probably going up first. Okay. Um, this is from Shades Corvid, who says, "How big is a big?" Big dog. <laughs> uh, 36 to sneak up to the door. You do. You definitely needed that reroll. Uh, well, one aside, uh, Anga is very perceptive. Um, so you, uh, you successfully I... get up to that door, and I feel like. Can I get a, and, uh, jam it with a 47? Yeah, because you, you actually need to touch a dice at all to. So... <laughs> Yes, your, I'm sure. Your engineering check is not insanity at all. No. I don't I don't get a 29 without rolling any dice at all. Uh, yeah, so you about. successfully lock that door. And it's a good thing, too, because as Artanya scuttles past, they maybe knock something off the wall or just stumble a little bit, and you hear something come to the door and actually thump into it as though they expected the door to open and it did not. <laughs> and then they, then you start hearing bah, 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 as something starts, starts beating on the door. 
Lohan activates her hover skates and jets off down the hallway. <laughs> and this person legitimately has zero engineering. So uh, it's gonna be a well while done. before they can pound down this door. They're gonna be stuck in there forever. It is impossible to get through doors. Uh, anything actually other than got through, you actually got through all of this way faster than I thought. I thought someone was gonna beef it other than Grar and there's gonna be a giant fight. <laughs> no, Finn's not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ditching Finn for this specific spot really did help. Um, and along this north wall, right where you, these folks are right here, there are a series of beds uh, for the the pit guardians, I believe is how they're referred to. Or were referred to. Yeah, the pit guardians. But they were in the kitchen, right? They They were in the mess hall. You saw one of them pop their heads out a couple times. Good, uh, good. Yep. They don't really seem to have any loot just sitting in their... They, they have pretty basic stuff. They have their gear on them, and they haven't really left much. Maybe, maybe like, one of them has a stuffed animal tucked into a footlocker at the bottom hidden under some other stuff because they're trying to hide it from their friends. A big, tough giant. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And so you, you have been told... But there are trolls in this room. And you need to go that way to get to the library. Well, let's, uh... You know about the culture just... of trolls. The culture of trolls. Can they be tricked? We have something good. 34 and Pinto got a 38. You've... Most of the trolls that you've interacted with directly have been incredibly primitive. You know that not all trolls are quite that primitive, but they haven't fully embraced technology or modern living. You also know that they are pretty much purely carnivorous and they are relatively indiscriminate about what they consider fair game. Uh, so they're not often accepted into polite society. You know, there is occasionally one or two that will be a little bit different from their the, the others, but uh, trolls can be nasty. Uh, they respect strength, uh, and I mean, giants are strong. So... Did Kana tell us what these trolls were doing? They were just sort of guarding the door here? Yeah, they've just been stationed in that corridor as a, a, a defense mechanism. Uh, she mentioned that Mokmirian pays them, and she she, she would have at, at that point muttered under her breath very poorly. Um, but ah. it was uh -huh. enough, to, huh. enough to get them to do their, do their jobs. Sure, sure. We have okay. better jobs. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of forgetting about your perpetual recruitment drive. <laughs> our our reform <laughs> camp that we send people to. No, that sounds that sounds real crunked up. Um, our our little your summer camp. Our night's watch. The Black Arrows. Yeah, yeah. 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 The night's watch. 
so all we'll right just... we're just so we're just not going to acknowledge that we send giants and other baddies to a re-education camp got it i mean we're not running it technically it's more no no, no. this is this is more a prison island life this is this is space australia yeah I was, it is I, was space hoping, australia. I was hoping someone was going to make that connection um to be fair, if people go there, they have to go there willingly, uh, with no coercion, and it's not like they're strapped to a chair and forced to watch videos, they're just... It's boot camp. It's Space Australia boot camp. Sp Australia. And to be fair, most of the time we're like, these people are horrible to you, why don't you go to our space boot camp? You'll get fed, and watered, and trained with weapons, and get to murder things for the greater good, and nobody will, like, beat you up or be an asshat. You don't have to work for these jerks. It's pretty much been our whole ditch. <laughs> yeah. we'll, give you, we'll give you health insurance and a roof over your head. Yeah, that's pretty much what we've been saying, yes. We have health insurance. Need to unite the working class. You need not. Okay, anyway. We should, well, we should talk to them. If they're not paid very well, we could probably just bribe them. Asinto probably could, that is. Lahan has no uh, diplomacy. Oh. oh, I can I can grease their palms, uh, which are already probably pretty greasy. Um, but, um, Thumbs. yeah. Uh, all right, so Jacinto is going to boldly, confidently stride around the corner. With sure. His Weird Eldritch Horror spider pet behind him. Yeah, yeah. I am currently looking at changing attitudes. Just one second. <laughs> of course! Why would you need to do such that's, a thing? Uh, that's a useful thing. This is what you get for being like, guys, I want I want to figure out a way to make less combat in the next part of this adventure. I'm yeah. not complaining. I am, I am... We're going to sneak through all the corners. I am... Not complaining. This all of this stuff was baked into this before I, before anything. So I didn't do any of this. Fair, uh, fair. I'm just saying you planted the idea in our heads the other day. Yeah. That there was more combat that we really needed to participate in. Oh my gosh, the DC for this check. If, assuming you're going to use diplomacy to attempt to change their attitude. The DC is yeah. 10 plus their d total diplomacy skill bonus, or 15 plus one and a half times their CR. Thank Love goodness that. for that second one, because otherwise the DC would have been eight. Yeah, because then Hinto <laughs> could just, you know, walk around convincing people to join his yes. army. And, and that is why this rule exists. Yes, yeah. that, that magic... She'd like for us to work for us instead. Okay. Significantly harder with the 15 plus one and a half times. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so. It's going to be a little bit of a challenge, I think. What's your diplomacy bonus? Oh, I've got diplomacy for days. Dece uh, it's a 24. Okay, still tough. Not going to lie. All right. Um, it's almost as good as my engineering. Asento's not just a pretty face. Although I can modify it by circumstances, and I think a job offer is circumstances. Uh, Bribery? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. All right. All right. So you come around the corner, and you don't 
see them. There are some nice, like, hollow, like, the equivalent to tapestries, but they're holographically projected off out of some, like, tiny little emitters that are buried in the wall. Um, just going down this whole corridor. Hmm. Uh, that was easy. Uh, hello? Anyone home? We're trying to think. Make a this is this isn't necessarily to change their attitude, but I was gonna say make a uh, make a make a make make a diplomacy check or I need some sort of a roll here because I I, I want to see if you sure. get to them to get them to break cover. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And remind me, they're they're in cover. Well, you can't see them. You don't know where they oh. are. What I mean no, is I for them to reveal themselves. Gotcha. Um. All right. We know. We know somebody's down here. Uh. Because of my. Uh, and he actually he activates his his art, artificial third eye. I can see you. Oh yeah. Um, what's the range on that? Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Like, no, that's, that's that's enough. You actually. You get to about here, and you can actually see through a couple of the like holographic tapestry or artwork pieces of art, and you can just see through where there's actually like a little secret cubby hole, and they're just kind of crouched in there, and just based on their po their posture, they're like holding a they're they're each holding a weapon, and they're kind of hunched over, and they're kind of like giggling to themselves, like hee hee hee, they don't know we're in here. <laughs> Uh, Jacinto will point at them and say, you, you really, you might as well just come on out. We have an interesting uh, proposition for you. Uh, and here's that diplomacy check. Yeah, and then you see them like whispering to each other. Like, like they, they cannot believe. But apparently they do believe because that's a 42 on that diplomacy check. The, um, the answer. The gall of this tiny plant man. The gall of this tiny plant man. Uh, so, just like doing math. So, sorry, I have to reread a section. No worries. <laughs> this doesn't come up too often. Would you like to spend 10 minutes talking about good jobs, benefits, 401k, yada, 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 unionizing with these trolls? Yes, I would. And it's so funny you say that and mention like time limits because I'm a tempered pilgrim. Um, I, when I exceed the diplomacy check, uh, the DC of a diplomacy check to improve a creature's attitude by five or more, I need to spend only one extra minute interacting with the creature to improve its attitude by one additional category. In addition, you worsen a creature's attitude only if you fail the diplomacy check to improve its attitude by 10 or more. I'm very compelling. Okay. So you spend that additional minute instead of 10 minutes. Uh, and I'm just going to gloss over this conversation. They're a little dim. They thought they were being clever hiding in there. They were giggling at each other. 
And they're, they're, once you point out, like, hey, you're being paid crappy, you're living in a hole in the wall, you don't have this, you don't have that, we could offer you this, we could offer you that. Um, you do. Just you. You, you do manage <laughs> to increase them from hostile to indifferent. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then I will uh, continue on with, like, you know, you know, in this line of work, how long do you expect to live on on this ship? Being again, being paid peanuts, like, dude, you literally have peanut space peanuts falling out of your pockets right now. That's what they're paying you. Um, space peanuts make a return. Yeah. Yes, always, Conrad. Um, so I'll make another diplomacy check. Um, what is it? Can you do it again? I think so. Uh, nope, within a 24-hour period. You've gotten them too indifferent. I think that you're very persuasive, and I feel like Lahan has probably got the know-how and the computer acumen to actually draft up an actual contract. Uh, I think a, a very good show of, of faith. They'll be like, oh, and they don't understand the contract, but they know what roughly what contracts signify. Uh, I think... I'm going to hand wave this a little bit because you rolled obscenely high. Um, and you, you went in with this goal and you circumvented any actual open hostility at all. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think you've got a couple trolls to go like wait by the ship because they want to join your, your team. Yes, good. Join the winning team. Are we I mean, forming our own argument. cult? Army. Private army, yes. Private army. That's what I called my stage crew uh, for my school's recent production of, uh, you know, Annie Jr. Uh, it's just like, you know, uh, uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King, when Aragorn just sends the army of the dead at things and they just, like, tear it down. That's what my stage crew did with the stage. They, I was just like, all right, tear down the stage. And then... And they like take everything down. I mean, technically, what you're doing is you're rebuilding Magnamar Station, a portion of Magnamar Station's army. Yes, that's true. We're taking the the fort that these cultists had decimated, and we're just like hiring them, being like, join the winning side. Go back. Yeah. Come you over just, here. You Help just us keep rebuild. sending real weird people there with letters from you, being like. We're supposed to work for you, and they're like, oh, and they're like looking at a giant. <laughs> Some real Gandalf stuff, just, yeah, you know, go here, do this. Don't ask why. You'll you'll be great. <laughs> We're going to go back to visit those Black Arrows in like a year or two, and they're going to be like, yeah, we have more people than we know what to do with now. I mean, you've sent them three lunar giants, and you will be sending them two Two trolls. Which, to be fair, only puts them back up to, what, seven people? Hey, that's more than the two that they had left. <laughs> right? They could really use, especially like giants, there was a lot of structural damage. Um, yeah, and they'll just, they'll wander off. You can tell them where you parked the ship and they'll just go sit up there in the corner. <laughs> Yeah, make sure no one uh, makes off with it. Okay? Thanks. <laughs> They'll awkwardly give you a thumbs up. Jacinto smiles brilliantly. 
Uh, they'll, they'll smile back and it's horrifying. Ooh, <laughs> just teeth rude. everywhere. Teeth everywhere. Hey, just because they're Man. different. Don't call them horrifying. I mean, it's just fangs every direction. They're not like, they need to see a dentist. They've got like flecks of like old meals stuck in there. All right, so what you're saying is we need to find a dentist who's working for the cultists? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness we offer them dental as part of their uh, health insurance plan. Sinto says it inside to Lahan. Um, Lahan, make sure we give them a, a fairly high uh, copay for their dental benefits. Got it. Making like a note. They do have to go all the way to Magnamar to use their dental, so. Mm. Unless you could get a all space right. barber surgeon uh, to go work for the Black Arrows. Not an evil corporation. I don't know what you're talking about. Space barber surgeon, huh? We did form a corporation after, like, I want to say book two or something. You did. Didn't Lahan and Jacinto, like, form a corporation to to run things? Uh, yes. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah I or, can't like, remember if it was actually a, that we got. I can't remember if it was actually a separate corporation or if you just used, wielded your family's influence and spoke on your family's behalf to forge a deal with the goblins. We incorporated. Okay. Jacinto is the CEO and I'm the CTO. We haven't actually decided where our company does, but we are incorporated. Um, yeah. All of our, we are um, Valdemar Adventuring Incorporated. Mm. Yes. We've, we've got our epilogue in order, in yes. other words. We're working on it. So what you're doing actually is you're sending the giants and the trolls to the Black Arrows to temporarily reinforce them, but mostly to get training so that they could then come back and work for you. Right, and we're writing off all of our adventuring expenses uh, as you know part of the corporation's uh, endeavors to sure. defend the region. That's sure. the sort of our you know we're going to be the stewards of this part of space. Sure. Okay. Oh my god. Um, you managed to avoid so much combat. I haven't prepped a map, but I'm up for some freestyling <laughs> on the next level if you want. <laughs> I expected at least one fight. <laughs> we'll just keep avoiding combat, and when we hit it, we'll uh, we'll wrap up for the night, right? Sure, it's fine. And we're back. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like every time we transition, Jet, I always feel like one of those characters from every 80s intro reel for a show where it's like, because yeah. like I'm always surprised, <laughs> yeah. because you never count us in. I know. I'm sorry. I used to be Bad. better about it, but then we kept missing, and then I and then I got out of the habit, and it's me. It's my fault. Blame you. Okay, I we still at least love ask you. Ask if you're good. <laughs> you did. You didn't just throw us live. Um. So you do manage to make your way down this corridor, and then it turns into a descending staircase taking you fairly a fairly deep and winding path actually uh deep and in, deeper into the bowels of Jorgen Fist and if you'll recall Jorgen Fist is this like, spike um so it's pretty deep and I I have shown you the original Rise of the Rulers map I'm going to be cribbing on that and trying to make a sci-fi looking equivalent and um you come into it's a Y split 
Do you go left or do you go right? Let's go. It's always left, Jed. Left. You go left. Okay. Um, one thing you'll notice is as you descend it deeper and deeper, all of the all of the corners in these corridors and on these stairwells, there are the right angles disappeared. All of them started to slowly curve ever so slightly so that there were no no sharp corners anywhere. Everything was rounded. Even the steps, instead of it being a nice 90 at the bottom for your toe to possibly touch up against if you were being very... I don't know why you would walk like that, but maybe you would. It's instead curved, like so. Um, no sharp corners. No 90-degree angles. None of that. Everything is rounded. Even... Just slightly, just so that there is not a corner to be seen anywhere. Um, Surely there's nothing to worry about here? There are, there are no hard lines defining any of the edges in the rooms, like I said, and this place just seems subtly off. And Jacinto, is there a check that we can make to sort of like suss this out, like perception check or like... Culture? Culture. I think culture would probably be. Yeah, that's fair. Or mysticism says the part of me that culture or mysticism. I think would equally be applicable. Believe it or not, mysticism is just a bit better as a mystic. But I roll the same as Lahan. The twenty-seven total. Grar, of all people, maybe because of your very your your various planar hopping adventures that you've had in your life. That's it exactly. Go on. You 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 feel that the way these rooms were designed, these corridors and these new rooms that you're starting to see, um, they were designed to prevent entrance into the world by the hounds of Tindalos, which far far back in the catacombs of wrath in sandpoint you did face off against i believe a pair or a trio of hounds of ten dollars and they come at you from the corners from you know i believe they're referred to as angle hounds on occasion Uh, they can slice reality they can do all sorts of awful things and they always come from the corners and these these this place seems to have been very purposefully designed to prevent their entrance into the area That's real bad. The Hounds of Tindalos. Uh, can Jacinto make another check to recall knowledge about the Hounds of Tindalos? Sure. Because um, Tom knows a little bit about them. Something, something. Time. Uh, culture or mysticism? I would say that would be mysticism. Yeah. Planer. 31. Um, you have faced them before. Let me... Come on. Sorry. No worries. Tim Dallas. Not Tim Dahlia. Man, I just cannot type, yo. So they're otherworldly predators from beyond the bounds of known reality. They usually only appear when summoned by reckless spellcasters. Uh, 
but little is known about their nature outside of usually blood-spattered notes and deranged writings of the nearly insane survivors of their attacks. They are possessed of great cunning and cool intellect, but they show no evidence of understanding or communication with mortal folk. They enter the physical world on their own pursuit, on their on their own in pursuit of those who have trodden too much into the nether ways beyond time and reality. Time travelers, be it physical travel or simply divinatory glimpses forward or backward in time, and creatures that teleport without regard for how this movement impacts subtle magical currents in the multiverse particularly draw their interest. These creatures are fairly nasty, although you did defeat them when you were significantly less experienced adventurers. They, they do have a number of abilities, and they are pretty, pretty ridiculous. Okay. If you'll recall, one of them merely looked at, I think, Jacinto, and just their look ripped into Jacinto's body, slashing him wildly. For approximately 5d6 slashing damage, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Seeing as mm. how I'm looking at their stat block. I believe you. Okay. Well, um, I wonder what they were doing in here that they had to worry about the hounds. It's normally it's like, you know, time travel flame that yeah. draws them or dimensional transporting, whatever. But weird. Uh, but yeah, C1 doesn't take you too far. As you can see, there's mangled corridors in front of you. Not all of Jorgen Fist has been repaired and made combat ready. They obviously focused on certain areas over others. And since not many folks were intended to be down here, they have not spent a great deal of time affecting repairs. So you go left and you ultimately will reach a dead end, which will force you to turn around, retrace your steps and go right. And I think what I'll do a little bit of a preliminary descri description of this room. And I think that's where we'll probably stop it. Cause it seems like a, it, it would be a good stopping point based on just the description of this room. Uh, <laughs> you got there. There's a pair of double doors on the far Southern wall of this room. Those are relatively normal, but the room itself is made of a glossy, polished, black and gray material. There, to the to the east, is might it, it might have been an exit long ago, but it again mangled beyond belief. And you know that's you know whatever. But what's real weird is that this room is bizarrely impossible to judge the exact dimensions of. Any wall that you look at directly remains stable, but in your peripheral vision, the walls everywhere else seem to stretch away into impossibly infinite gulfs, as if the room were somehow unhooked from its own physicality. Sheets of pale light that flicker across the wall only add to this disorienting effect, so it's like a black and white strobe effect in the walls, like rubber banding out into infinity and then maybe and then springing back into focus as you turn to look at it 
I cannot imagine that it's just it's a comfortable thing to experience. Um, no, but I imagine no. we know now why they uh, how they pissed off the hounds of Chinaldos. Yeah, and I think what we're going to end on, what we're going to end on, is I need some saving throws from all of you as you walk into this room. Oh no! What Will save it, please. Throw? Will, that's that's my favorite saving throw. How nice. My oh. least favorite. My least favorite. You rolled on that one. That's your hubris, Tom. Right, well, I was going to say, you did this to yourself. Well, I mean, surely Artanya couldn't also roll on that one, right? I mean, what kind of what kind of character and his best friend, animal companion, would roll the same die number? Uh, why no. are you trying to curse yourself? This is so, already going to be a bad day. I derive a perverse pleasure from it. So, uh, my players, I want you to just look at these numbers. And viewers and or listeners at a later time, Lahan got an 11. Jacinto got a 16 off of a natural 1. Ava rocked in at a 29. Conrad came in at an 11 with, uh, for Grar. And Artanya got a 20. And we'll find out next week what exactly that means for my players. Terrible. <laughs> so you get to think about that. Oh, no. Yeah, that's probably fine. Yeah, I'm sure. It's definitely fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> nothing bad's going to happen. Nothing. Not at all. Uh, I would like to... Number one, thank my players. Thank you for playing with me. I very much appreciate this, and I, I, I love that you took the past of the past, the path of least resistance. That was great. We don't always have to run at things headlong, and made things go so much smoother. Um, it's just a, it's a good time playing with all of you. Now, next time we're gonna have to charge and everything headlong. Probably that's yep. fine. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank Paizo. This was a. I, I love Rise of the Rune Lords. I hope that if any of them ever happen to listen to this or watch this, they don't think I'm butchering it horribly. Uh, Leif, I'd like to thank you for running audio. Who have we been listening to? Who has graced our ears? Yes, uh, thank you, Lo-Fi Girl and Alex Productions, for gracing our ears with your wonderful ear hole sounds. Awesome. And we didn't have combat, so they didn't quite come up. But I'm still going to thank Steve Coling for the Isle of Lore status icons that Nick was so kind as to gift me on Roll20. Uh, this Sunday, Nick, I, if I'm remembering correctly, we are not doing Strength of Thousands because you are going on a magical journey. Um, I'm going to Disney World for my birthday, so y'all won't see me on Sunday. What day is your birthday, Nick? Or you could tell uh, us off air if you don't want to, like, you know, tell everybody your birthday. Tomorrow is my birthday. Tomorrow. That's awesome. Yes. Nice. Happy early well, happy birthday. Happy early birthday. Jinx. <laughs> yes, happy early birthday. Um, if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, or shout outs, you can contact us. And there's a number of ways you can do this. We do have an email, nonstandardaction at gmail.com. I believe I get the notifications for that, or at the very least, my phone is just somehow permanently logged into that, and I get notifications. I don't know if anyone else does. Chat, there's the email now. Yes. I, it happened by accident, but I'll take it. 
Um, you can also join us on our Discord. The link is below if you're watching this video, I think anywhere. And the link should be in our show notes if you're listening, right, Tom? Yes, it is. It is awesome. included in our show notes on the podcast. And I'm going to do our traditional icebreaker plea. We have built up some. But as we have stated many times before, I burn through them far faster than anyone else who has this massive backlog, this epic backlog to choose from. I'm riding the the edge of the wave, as it were. But there is a form. It's a Google form. You can fill it out. Super easy, super quick. It's located on our welcome channel and our feedback channel. And I think it's pinned on the feedback channel. And it's just basically the link is front and center on the welcome channel towards the bottom a little bit. Uh that's what I've got to say. Do you have anything to say, players <laughs> and friends? Thank you, Jet, for running. It was a pleasure. Yeah, to absolutely. Here. Thank you for having so much fun doing this. Oh, yes. Uh, Always a delight. Real life this year's kicked my butt a little bit, but this was one of the shining moments, and I know I didn't always have the energy to convey that, but I want you all to know that. <laughs> um. I think it's time for us to say goodbye. And for those of us in our Discord, we'll be bouncing over to our general voice in just a moment. And you can come say hi or hang out or ask questions or whatever. Goodbye. And for those of us who are in our Discord, we're going to bounce over to the general voice. So you can pop yes. in and ask us questions or hang out or anything. I, I got you. I got you all. And thank you for trying real hard, Tom. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop job, doing it if you don't if if you keep making it that hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourselves. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> you too.